parents. Welcome to Teenager Tuesday. My name is Angela Lins. I'm one of the executive pastors here at Hope Fellowship, and with me is Aaron Alexander, the other executive pastor. Hello. It's good to be here again. All right, Aaron, why don't we jump in, talk to us about what we're going to visit about. I think if we can walk away having an idea of what it means to be a good parent when life expects a lot from us. Yeah. Um, Because that is a hard balance for us to navigate is because... As, you know, young parents, sometimes we're also at a stage in our career where um, maybe not as much depends on us. Mm-hmm. But as your kids get older, it tends to be life um, becomes more heavy, um, requires more of us. Maybe our job or career requires yeah. a lot from us. So I know myself, I know a lot of other parents who deal with how, how do you balance that well? How do we navigate that um, and, and and lead our kids well and still love our kids well and that our kids still love us yeah. at the end of that season. I think that's great. Who doesn't suffer from mom guilt or dad guilt? Like it, Because yeah. what you see and what you read is always, well, there's only this many marbles in the bowl. So if you don't make every moment count or if you don't, and those are all great analogies, right. but then we end up with this feeling of I'm never going to be able to live up to always being what they need all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. And so for you, Angel, how how have you handled the pressure of being a good parent while your own career has changed and requires more of you? Yeah, I, I worked part-time when my kiddos were younger. Um, but then when I went full-time and became a pastor and then moved into um, overseeing multiple departments and then moved into this role as executive pastor, it obviously came with a lot more hours, a lot more weekends. Um and some travel and some just being gone in the evenings. Um, I've really tried to recognize the importance of quality over quantity. I had so many more hours with my kids, yes, when I was part-time or didn't work. I stayed home and worked at home, but I didn't always utilize those hours really well. I wasn't really intentional with that time, I guess is what I'm saying. So I try really hard to make sure that every single week, I have intentional time with all my kids that before I go to bed every night um, that we sit and we talk about their day, that I know who their friends are. I know who what's important to them. Um, I know the things that are bothering them. I try to be involved in their school as much as I can. It is difficult and it is a lot some weeks, but I feel like that's the best way I can really know who their people are is by even as high schoolers, I help out with decorating for prom or homecoming or, you know, athletic boosters or whatever needs to be done um, just to get to know their friends. They need a lot less hands-on time than they did when they were tiny, but I think being just around and in their vicinity and knowing who their people are, knowing what they like and being a part of what they like makes a big difference. I think that's good. One thing that I want to point out that you said was there's a lot of guilt that can come with that. And so one of the things that I've navigated the last couple of years is that idea of when we feel guilty about maybe I'm not a good enough parent, or I don't have enough time. I didn't spend enough time. I I didn't get to go to all the soccer games. I didn't get to all the things. I think it's worth the discussion of where does that guilt come from? Yeah. Um, It's funny because I was talking talking to my dad this week, and he wanted to come in for kids' soccer games. He couldn't do it because he's he's busy as well. And he goes, there's so much guilt involved with even being a grandparent. He didn't realize that. And so we were talking about that going, it's too short to have guilt. But I think – 
for me, if I'm, I was talking with them, I think a lot of the guilt that we navigate as a parent, as because we have a lot that's going to draw from our attention or pull for our attention. We have to stop and think. I think a healthy part is where does this guilt come from? Mm-hmm. Is this an internal thing where we feel guilty because we're not meeting up to our own expectations? But also, is it is there an outside external perceived expectation yes. that we think – uh, this is there's a picture of what a good parent is, and we're constantly applying ourselves to that picture yeah. and seeing where we fall short. Yeah. And something we work really hard to do is try to redefine um, what the what the value, what the virtue of of a good parent is in our family. Yeah. And that means doesn't mean I'm get to be at everything, but it's helping to go. I'm going to be at the important things, like you said, mm-hmm. the the quantity or the quality over that quantity. But I do think if we ask ourselves, why do I feel the way that I feel? You know, what image am I not matching up to? Is it yeah. mine? Is it something from my family? Is it something external? I think that's a good starting spot for us to I think pursue that's health. Great. I I have to do that often because when that mom guilt does hit, which it does Mm. often, um, I do have to stop and ask myself, okay, wait a second. Am I worried about what other people are going to think about me if I don't show up there? Am I worried about um, what it's going to look like if dad's there again and I'm not there? And, you know, are people going to wonder or something? Or, and then I ask myself, does Bella care that I'm there? Like, does she need me there? Right. Does Willard Carter need me there? Oh, you know what? They don't. Their dad's there. Or some of their our closest family friends are like aunts to them. They're there. Mm. They're getting pictures. I, they're good. My kids feel good about it. And then I have to backtrack and go, that's the enemy. Right. That is the lie of the enemy trying to convince me that I can't and won't ever live up to this standard. Or you're not good enough. And I'm not good enough. Yeah, absolutely. So but uh, a big part of that, I think, is... We will give and give and give, you know, invest in everything else. And not take care of ourselves. And, and, and really avoid that for ourselves. Okay, so how do you take care of yourself? What does that look like um, if you're going to invest in yourself without feeling guilty? I think I had to, I mean, there's a lot of pain involved in this, mm-hmm. in the journey. Um, but I had to identify what fills me up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of times when we're done with work or we're done, we look for something to maybe kill the time or kind of just where we kind of veg, but I learned those things were not filling me up. And I know that if I'm not filling myself up, I'm, I don't have anything to give to my kids. Um, so for me, it's time outside. And sometimes it's alone time outside. You know, I got to be by myself. And um, my wife knows that and, and you know, is, is supportive of that as well. Um, but I had to be okay with that and give myself permission yeah. that that's okay. How did you do that? How do you manage it? Um, it took a long time, I will say. I spent a few years thinking, if I just give everything to my kids, I'll that will make me a great mom. And what it made me is a worse mom. It made me a, it made me a really bad mom, honestly, because I was I had all of these feelings of frustration and um, and I, I never was taking care of myself. And so that came out in frustration with my kids and anger with my kids and with my husband. And so I did start to, um, I started realizing time for me that is the best is with my friends or with my husband on a date by ourselves. Um, I'm more of an extrovert, so I want to be with other people when I'm getting filled up. Right. So, um, but yeah, I had to, like you said, I give myself permission. That it's okay that I take care of myself. It's okay that I go do these things because I know that when I health, it's exactly like one of our culture statements here at Hope is healthy you equals healthy us. When I'm healthy, 
I can care for my family better and my family will ultimately be healthier because I'm taking care of myself. I think another thing I did for myself was go to counseling. You're right. It has been the best thing in the world for me to find a counselor that I can go to. Um, it's been during different seasons in life. I've, I've, you know, I'll go for a year here, a year there, whatever. But to have someone else that I can talk to, to say, hey, here's the thoughts that are coming in my head, and that person redirect and, and kind of help me um, put my eyes back on what is God's truth. And what is like, what does God say about that? And let's reframe your thoughts and make sure we remember who you are in Christ. And then it it just, it made me so much healthier um, and made me a stronger, better mom in general, because I took care of my stuff. We have a lot of junk as adults. It is very true. We had so much junk growing up that I think many of us don't deal with with and have just shoved under the rug and said, oh, no, it's not really a problem. But it is. And it comes out with our kids and our expectations on our kids if we don't deal with it. Absolutely. So I think the older I get, the more I realize that that deep soul work Mm -hmm. that we have to do that maybe is new. You know, like generations before us didn't have that opportunity, didn't have the tools and resources. But now we do. And I think... Um, it's so important for us to do that work and to know ourselves, to know why we tick. Maybe, you know, whether you're an Enneagram or person, whatever that is, to, to know who you are. Why? Yeah. Not only what do you do, but why do you do the things that you do? And I kind of dig in. I think it helps you make a better, make, make yourself a better person, parent, you know, mm-hmm. spouse, all the things that you need. To I think when we're raised in a, in doing a, a things a certain way or we feel like, oh, I shouldn't do this, mm. uh, we definitely put those expectations on our kids. So... Let's dig into this a little bit more next week. We've got to head out now. So join us next week for a continuation of this conversation. But as we sign off, remember, parents, you can do this. You're not alone. God is with you, and so are we. Have a great week. 